Joining me now is Health Ranger, naturalnews.com editor, and Bright Dion founder, Mike Adams. Mike, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you, Brandon. Thank you for having me on. It's an honor to be with you. I'm a fan of your work. You're doing extraordinary work for humanity, so thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you. It's, it's a joint partnership, and you and I have been friends for a while and sharing information back and forth and, and promoting each other's work. Um, d- tell me about, before we get into some specific stories I'd like to talk to you about tonight, Relate one of them being, folks, just to kind of put a hook here, if you want to tweet, text, email, Facebook, call your friends and let them know that between now and 9 o'clock Central, Mike Adams will be my guest. Depending on how the time goes, we may open up the phone lines, although Mike and I may have plenty to talk about. We'll see how that goes. But alert your family and friends to join us here. Um, Mike, I'd like to talk about the food supply, just-in-time inventory. I just got done doing a whole series on, uh, actually I got way one or two Sunday nights left on, I think it's Lesson 9 coming up this Sunday night at 8 p.m. The Great Collapse is Necessary for the Great Reset. I've been doing a series. Like I said, this should be, I think, Lesson 9 or 10. The Great Collapse is Necessary for the Great Reset. And I've come up with seven Fs by which to control people. Forced vaccinations finances, food, firearms, foreign invasion, family health care, meaning control your health care, and uh, First Amendment, taking away your First Amendment rights. Seven Fs to control and collapse. I want to talk to you about that in a minute. But first, I mentioned the fact that you had a vision for creating Brighteon long before a lot of people saw what was coming. Tell me your personal story and how it, you were led to cre- create Brighteon. Well, I started out talking about health and nutrition and how to prevent cancer and diabetes and these types of things, uh, uh, well, almost 20 years ago now. Wow. And uh, they started really censoring me heavily in 2014. I was deplatformed from YouTube. And it was that day that I decided that we would spend the money necessary to build Brighteon and build our own independent uh, video platform for freedom of speech. And of course, I was among the very first to be completely censored and deplatformed because I was uh, teaching people that Big Pharma was evil. I was one of the first to say Big Pharma didn't want to make you better or cure you. They wanted to profit from your sickness and suffering and disease and ultimately kill you. Now. Back in 2014, to a lot of people, that sounded like a conspiracy theory. Today in 2021, it's a fact that is widely recognized. So a lot of what we warned about has come true. The deliberate famine that you just referred to, food or food scarcity being weaponized against humanity, I can talk extensively on that topic and bring some bombshells to your audience here that they may not have heard of because there is a global effort to achieve depopulation and some level of extermination of humanity. But to answer your question, I built these platforms, Brighton.com, Brighton TV, and the upcoming uh, Brighton Radio, uh, in, in order to just allow people to speak the truth, to awaken people, and so that humanity might have a chance to fight back against this tyranny and this extermination that now threatens us all. And, and how many, I don't know how you want to gauge it, how many hours a month are you seeing streaming at Bright Dion? How many, uh, uh, you know, viewers, how, whatever your, your uh, uh, stats are, can you show us? Because I know it's quite successful. Uh, it's very successful and it's been exploding, especially through the pandemic as people have awakened to the truth. Uh, all, all I can tell you without getting into the deep numbers, uh, I get the bills for the bandwidth 
and we spend between fifty and seventy-five thousand dollars a month just on bandwidth. Wow. So that gives you an indication of absolutely where we are. Absolutely, it does. I absolutely know what those mean. Uh, before we get into specifics, let me show you something, Logan. I'm going to show my screen. Uh, I know the audience might be tired of me showing this, but I want you to respond to it because I know that you've said a lot of things have come to pass, and 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 we get mocked. Here's something I wrote in my book in 1993, Cradle to College, page 65. I was talking about tracking children with the Clinton administration and tracking. Uh, uh, immunization. And I wrote about that in this book in 1993. And I said, the statement raises questions. Every parent should be asking, does that mean the government will have a monopoly on all available vaccines? What will happen to those parents who refuse to participate in the government immunization program? Will they be considered child abusers? Will someone from Child Protection Services show up at your house with a threat to comply or risk losing your children? So I was talking about tracking kids and tracking them through their immunization and registering them, American children against immunizing them against diseases, but also includes a questionable plan to register and track all children and families by their social security numbers. Okay, then in my book in 95, Reclaiming a Nation at Risk, I wrote again more about this. I said, um, uh, let me go back to the, there. The potential for misuse of computer collection of personal consumer and student student information abounds. Suppose our government puts a vaccination tracking system in place as we discussed earlier. Not only are they tracking vaccinations, but under outcome-based education, they're tracking attitudes, values, feelings, and emotions. Add the IRS into the component and I smell a rat. What happens, however, if our leaders are not moral and not honest? What if those in control of these tracking systems decide that certain individuals and groups of people hold politically incorrect values and beliefs and need to be restrained? Could such, excuse me, retrained? Could such vaccination and attitude tracking system be used to persecute or eliminate those who do not accept the government's way of thinking? I then went on to talk about computer tracking systems in and of themselves not being evil, but how it can be used to bully people. Then I talked about Ted Kennedy's 1993 bill to start immunizing children as young as two and again, tracking them and registering them. And then I went on to ask about the idea of using these to, well, Senator Kennedy's Comprehensive Immunization Act is just one more attempt by social engineers of our nation to gain more and more control over the American family through requirements and mandates, thus minimizing the parent's role as the primary teacher, protector, provider of health care. So again, in 1995, I'm saying, hey, could the government use this to persecute vaccinations? to persecute or eliminate those who don't accept the government's way of thinking? Well, in 1995, you can imagine the response I received, but you've done the same thing. Are you noticing people that used to be your critics now saying, uh, I'm sorry, I should have been paying attention back then? Have you noticed some people do a whole 180 on the things that you were saying years ago that now they realize you were just really ahead of the trends by reading the papers of these nut jobs? Well, absolutely. You know, as a so-called vaccine skeptic, and, and by the way, I am a published scientist. Uh, I own and operate a mass spec laboratory that specializes in food analysis, uh, mass spectrometry, heavy metals, glyphosate analysis, and so on. So I, I am a published scientist. I do have a strong scientific background. I run those operations. So when I began talking about vaccines and my skepticism of vaccine safety based on their containing aluminum and the toxic effects of aluminum on neurology and also on fertility and other uh, physiological functions, uh, of course, 
at that time, it was many, many years ago, there really weren't that many so-called vaccine skeptics. And you were easily labeled a conspiracy theorist if you started to talk about autism and MMR vaccines and the fraud in, in the vaccine industry. What's interesting to me, Brandon, is that even what I would call uh, mainstream conservative media, or let's say even the more popular, like Breitbart's and Daily Caller and so on, over this COVID pandemic, they have awakened to the truth about how vaccines, so-called vaccines are being weaponized against humanity and why we should not trust Fauci and we should not trust the CDC. It is a massive network of criminal fraud. I mean, I wrote about a CDC scientist years ago who absconded with millions of dollars of federal money and is currently a fugitive from justice living in Europe, hiding from U.S. Marshals. And yet his studies are still cited by the CDC and the White House and everybody else to say that vaccines are safe. So I knew about the criminality of this many years ago. Now it's just being confirmed across the board, across conservative media, independent media, Christian media, and so on. It's only the corporate-run left-wing media that's still pushing the poison and the lies. Tell me about the Great Reset, your thoughts on the Great Reset. Again, I'm doing a Sunday night series. I think we're into week nine or 10. The Great Collapse is necessary for the Great Reset. I listed for you the seven, seven ways. There's more than that, but seven ways, and I put all of them starting with an F for control and collapse. What is your thoughts on the Great Reset from the World Economic Forum? Well, you've done an excellent analysis there. I would, I would only add that if you look at how they're going to pull off the reset, which includes a depopulation component. And also remember, you will own nothing and be happy. So they have to do mass confiscation of everybody's assets. How are they going to accomplish this? Well, they have to target the first world nations differently than the way in which they target third world or developing nations. For developing nations, they're targeting them with food scarcity. And food scarcity is being achieved by taking CO2 out of the atmosphere with CO2 sequestration technologies that we could talk about in more detail. They're also limiting fossil fuels, such as natural gas that's goes, that goes through the Nordstrom II pipeline from Russia to Germany. That pipeline has just been suspended until the summer. Well, it is these hydrocarbons that are used through a process called the Haber process. It's one of the most important chemical equations in human civilization. You take hydrocarbons, you combine them with nitrogen from the atmosphere, or N2, and then you get NH3, which is ammonia. That's the basis for all fertilizers that feed about 3.8 billion human beings. That's the developing world, the third world. When you shut down fossil fuels, you begin mass starvation. Now, for the first world, they're being targeted with the depopulation biological weapon that is mislabeled a vaccine. Right. And the, these vaccines are designed to kill over time, not to kill immediately, but there are mechanisms that are devastating with these spike proteins. They get into the nucleus of the cell and they disable the genetic repair mechanism called NHEJ or non-homologous end joining that repairs broken chromosomes. This is disabled now after you take the vaccine, which means that people will die of cancers at an accelerating rate for now, for the next decade. We're going to have deaths by cancer, autoimmune disorders, neurological disorders, stillbirths, which are already on the rise, in addition to the myocarditis, the blood clots, and the thrombosis deaths that are happening in the early phases. So that's an overview, Brandon. That's how they kill off the first world and the third world. It's vaccines and it's starvation. There I you want, go. Absolutely. Let's go back to the first 
analysis. Fascinating, you talk about the control of fossil fuels and fertilizers. So what you're saying is, what people don't understand is this isn't just about, quote, climate change. This is, that's the front man. That's the front man, the boogeyman. And we're, we're seeing polls, by the way, I'm sure you know that, of young people who've been so brainwashed by the climate change, man-made climate change. Of course, they called it climate change. And then when we said things getting cooler versus warmer, then they had to go quickly and change it from global warming to climate change. So from global warming right. to, oh, climate change. So whatever happens, they blame on, on, on now man-made climate change. So what I just heard you say is the attack on fossil fuels is really also about, well, it's many things, but one of them is getting control of the fertilizers by yep. which then to get control of the food. I don't think many people are making that connection. Can you tell us more about that? Well, absolutely. Right now, there is a global shortage of fertilizer, and it is uh, especially pronounced in Europe. And because of the fertilizer shortage, crops are going to be suppressed, obviously, throughout 2022 and beyond. In addition to that, the lack of fossil fuels in Europe has caused many countries to shut down the normal wintertime uh, greenhouse operations that are heated by propane and natural gas. Those are shut down, so that's going to further suppress the food supply. But what people need to understand what I said, the, the Haber equation, H-A-B-E-R, he was a German scientist. He developed this a long time ago, I think it was in the 19th century, a way to convert hydrocarbons from fossil fuels, that is gas or propane and natural gas, into ammonia, which is a nitrogen fixing molecule that allows uh, plants to take up nitrogen from their roots. Now, what's fascinating about this is that the atmosphere around us right now is about 79% nitrogen. Plants need nitrogen, but they can't get it out of the air. They have to get it through their roots, and it has to be attached to hydrogen to make ammonia and then the other uh, fertilizers that are derivatives of ammonia. And fossil fuels are the direct way to do that. Now, Brandon, I know you'll, you'll get this right away. You can't make fertilizer from solar panels. Right. You can't make fertilizer from wind farms because you can't convert electricity into fertilizer because electricity doesn't have the atomic element of hydrogen in it that is found in hydrocarbons, which is why they're called hydrocarbon. It's hydrogen. And it's the hydrocarbons that make the fertilizer. It feeds half the world, Brandon, half the world. You cut off fossil fuels, which is what they've done in Europe, to catastrophic effects you begin a process of mass starvation of the planet. Now, in addition, one more thing, but interrupt me if I'm going too long here, but carbon dioxide is named as the enemy of the climate change pushers. Carbon dioxide is the molecule, we should call it the miracle molecule. This is what grows food crops and rainforests and plants and, and grasses and fields. If you wanna green the earth, you need CO2. Right now in America, they've launched a project and it's called Heartland Greenway. They're going to build giant CO2 sucking machines in Illinois and Iowa. They're gonna pull CO2 out of the atmosphere in a terraforming operation and turn it into liquid and pump it underground under the state of Illinois. And this is all public information. They're seizing farmland with eminent domain to carry this out right now. This is a planetary scale terraforming operation to destroy food crop production, causing mass famine and starvation and a global cooling effect that will make human civilization as we know it today unsustainable. That's the truth. It is absolutely the truth. We have reported this at Worldview Report, uh, and they're going to find a way to make a ton of money on this. 
um, Bill Gates and a bunch of them are coming together and they're going to start confiscating property, confiscating land, and then start trading it out, out there on the market to create a whole new financial system. Um, I, I know you're aware yep. of this, right? Yep, that's right. Do you and want to you, comment on it? Well, yeah, and ultimately your own carbon footprint will cost you. So when you breathe, you will essentially be charged for your respiration because the average human being produces about two tons of CO2 per year. So by demonizing CO2, they've not only demonized fossil fuels, they've demonized human beings. And understand, too, that their war on carbon is a war on life because we are carbon-based life. And so are animals and so are trees and crops and babies. We're all made primarily of carbon. That's the most prolific element in our bodies. A war on carbon is a war on life. And it's no surprise because these are the same people that are pro-abortion. They're pro-infanticide. They want to mass murder living human beings. So the, all they've done really is they've extended their murderous abortion agenda to every living adult. That's really what this is. Absolutely. Um, so let me go through my list, a checklist of things that we were going to talk about. We so we covered Heartland Greenway CO2 Atmospheric Alteration Project in America. Okay, two fossil fuel shutdown causing fertilizer scarcity and mass starvation due to Harbor formula, and three, CDC admitting 15,000 deaths in America per week. I saw that this in the last day or so, and I thought, huh, that's fax injuries. That's fax yeah. injuries, but they're not going to tell you that, are they? No, you're, you're exactly right. So the CDC did put out its official warning, 15,600 deaths per week is what their warning will happen by Christmas in America alone. So, you know, about 60,000 deaths a month. And then Joe Biden comes out and warns that we're going to have the winter of death and you better hurry up and get vaccinated. Well, just as you hinted there, Brandon, what the CDC is really doing is putting out a cover story for the vaccine deaths that are now accelerating for exactly the reasons that myself and other experts, many that you've interviewed, by the way, have warned about. We have antibody dependent enhancement. We have destroyed immune systems of those who took the vaccines, making them susceptible to simple cold viruses and flus and things that are normally mild but can kill them because they're immunosuppressed due to the vaccine. In addition, we're entering the months of vitamin D suppression because of, of the, the tilt of the earth and so on, right? And people aren't outside as much. So there's vitamin D suppression across the population. And that combined with then more shedding of spike proteins, more booster shots, more immunosuppression, more emotional stress from lockdowns and hysteria pushed by the media and forced mask mandates and all of this economic uncertainty, inflation. This all leads up to mass death in America, but you see it is death by design. It's all intentional and it's only just beginning. And this is all about 20, uh, uh, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 that we started talking about right away in 1992 after George H. Bush signed us into it. And he's there in one of my documentaries. We have a video clip of him, George H. Bush, praising Maurice Strong, you know, who had headed up the whole Earth Summit. And of course, it was me, Maurice Strong who said the only hope for the, for the planet is that the industrial civilizations collapse isn't it our responsibility to bring that about? And he wanted to eliminate, you know, air conditioning, AC, and all kinds of stuff. I mean, the guy's a, mor a crazy moron. He was into Gaia earth worship, pantheism, all is God, panentheism, God is in all. But there's George H. signing us right into that thing, right? And now it's called Agenda 2030. This is all a part of the great, 
The Great Reset is really just the cover up for Agenda 2030. Would you agree? Well, you're exactly right. And that, that COVID is the cover for the economic collapse that's being engineered as well. I think we're going to see it in 2022. So remember that, that Biden's disastrous economic policies have to be blamed on some other crisis. So this is why they had to push the hysteria of Omicron, even though Omicron might actually be the cure for the pandemic because it's so mild that it kills almost no one. I haven't heard of a single unvaccinated person being killed by Omicron, and yet it provides natural immunity. So the answer to the pandemic may very well be to allow this Omicron strain to just sweep across the planet. A few people get a few sniffles. Half the people have no symptoms whatsoever, asymptomatic infections. And within six months, the whole planet is cured, immune. But of course, they don't want that. They, because this is a cover story for their depopulation and economic collapse, the global reset, just as you mentioned. And uh, my friend, um, General Flynn, I don't know if you saw this about three, four weeks ago, said that he is concerned that what they're going to do, and of course you and I have been saying this a long, long time. <laughs> I wrote about this in my book in 95, the economic collapse. But General Flynn came out about three, four weeks ago and said, um, I think if the American people start catching on to what they're doing and waking up, their response will be an economic collapse. I'm very concerned the more that people wake up, and I'm glad they are, but the more that people wake up, the more we're backing them into a corner and they have to either allow for a massive terrorist attack in America, allow for an EMP attack on America, or manufacture and allow for a massive economic collapse in America. Would you agree? You You've nailed it. In fact, we're already living in that cycle. We are living under COVID because we elected Trump. So really, because when the, this populist movement began with Brexit and, and Trump's election and so on, they knew they had to play a, a chaos card. They had to have a crisis. So they built and they released SARS-CoV-2 as a biological weapon. And you know the whole story, EcoHealth Alliance, Fauci, NIH funding, the NIAID, you know, the whole thing, Bat Lady in China, that whole story. So you're exactly right. As we continue to push back against this, they're going to play other cards. And those cards may not just be biological weapons, although they surely have freezers full of smallpox and other weaponized strains, but they can play the dollar collapse card. They can play the EMP card, just as you mentioned. They can also provoke war with Russia, as you're very well aware, uh, seems to be escalating right now. And they can also even, they can have a real war with China or a staged war with China to have the excuse that there's war so they can have a crackdown on domestic freedoms by claiming we're in a state of war, the constitution is suspended. But what, what we can be sure of is that every horrible nightmare scenario that we're seeing in Australia, New Zealand with the COVID concentration camps, in Austria, people being arrested and threatened, and then in Germany announcing forced inoculations coming up in 2022, all of that is coming to America unless we defeat these evil tyrants who are trying to kill us all. Absolutely. It's all coming to America. I need to play it for this audience. I played it for my radio audience, but I need to play it for this audience. The day after President Trump was elected, Okay. The day after President Trump was elected, I went on my 50 some odd stations, now 59 terrestrial stations. And I said, America is now entering into one of the most dangerous times in American history because of the election of President-elect Donald Trump. 
Now, I'm you sure most it. people, I, I think most people are, what? You know, what's he about to say? You know, the Donald Trump is this evil. Is he, is Brandon House flipped over to the dark side now? Is, what's he going to say about Donald Trump? And what I said was this. We're entering the most dangerous time in American history due to the election of President Donald Trump because the leftists, the progressives, the Marxists, the globalists gained so much ground under the eight years of Barack Hussein Obama that they are not about to give way and give up any of that ground. And I said, if President Trump does the things that he says he is going to do, and we know he did a lot of them, they are going to go to war and they will allow our enemies internally and globally to come hard against this nation. They cannot give up ground. And I said this on the radio. I'm, I'll go and pull the tape and play it here uh, in my time slot next week. I didn't, th- I didn't know COVID was coming. But COVID, as you just said, was the answer to the people waking up and electing Donald Trump, right? Well, that's right. And I think the next card they're going to play is a, a false flag cyber attack on the financial infrastructure. So you've, you've, I know you've covered this and you've seen the simulations. Yep. Uh, Israel has been running a simulation. The Great Reset. And, the Great Reset. Those yep, guys, the World Economic right. Forum has run a whole simulation on this. And by the way, don't forget Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who I think you probably interviewed. I think, I think you endorsed the book. I saw your name at the beginning of the book. So obviously you're friends. He told me when I was interviewing him and he writes about the book, the CIA was heavily involved this, behind this whole COVID thing. And they were the, one of the ones that the... Uh, 201 of it in October of 2019, there's the CIA. Well, you remember your list of seven Fs, one of them was firearms. And the way that they attempt to confiscate firearms is by staging a cyber warfare attack on the financial infrastructure, resulting in a bank freeze, which freezes food stamp transactions and all retail transactions, payroll and stimulus checks. So we go into bank holiday. At that point, within about 48 hours, every blue city in America will be burning down arson, chaos, murder, lawlessness. I mean, a lot of cities are almost there on every given weekend. Look at Chicago. But it's going to be 50 times worse. And then that will give Biden the excuse to declare an emergency, to even invoke the Insurrection Act, which Trump did not do. But Biden may do it. And at that point, he can then target all anti-vaxxers as terrorists, and he can unleash troops to go door-to-door in an attempt to confiscate firearms from the American people. An attempt, by the way, that will fail. It will fail, but they may try it anyway. And at what point do we have to worry about them bringing in the United Nations? Because, again, I know it sounds conspiratorial, but look at all the stuff that we've said and done over the years that's come true, folks. Uh, it's in the books. It's in the articles, the radio shows, the TV shows. You know that we already have agreements with the United Nations when it comes to coming in and helping police under a massive state of emergency, don't we? Well, you're exactly right. And the most likely explanation or justification will be as a food uh, emergency mission from the U.N., but it might end up just being communist Chinese troops coming in to occupy America uh, under the guise of distributing food. So understand, they need the, the starvation crisis, they need the supply chain collapse, they need the economic collapse, and they need another bioweapon crisis because out of all these crises, then they can claim power and they can occupy and they can have checkpoints and they can attempt to confiscate. And when they pull the trigger on the dollar, by the way, 
most of America is going to be driven into not just panic, but instant poverty, because the, the assets of most people are in, well, uh, electronically portrayed funds, such as stocks, bonds, and treasuries, and so on. If those become near worthless overnight, which is what can happen in a currency reset, then people are going to panic and be very easily influenced by authority. They'll, they will follow, most people will follow orders, not you or I, but most people will. Absolutely. We've said it here. A lot of the people that are now opposing the communist revolution taking place in America, if they can't put food on the table, they will surrender. I don't like yep. it. I don't agree with it. But I got kids to feed and they will surrender. That's exactly right. You know, what do they say? Um, seven meals away from a revolution or nine meals away from a from a revolution. And, and it's true. Uh, so that's why I have been for years trying to teach people food independence, how to grow your own food, how to have better nutrition, how to be prepared. You know, I, I'm also an advocate of the Second Amendment, obviously, uh, self-defense, firearms that are legal to own, uh, ammunition. I mean, I'm a prepper in addition to everything else because I believe that we're headed for some very, very difficult times because everything's being weaponized against us. These aren't random events. These are all engineered crises. Yeah, they, they're all, they all fit together. The problem is, as Francis Schaeffer said, people see the world in bits and pieces, not in the big picture. All the pieces yeah. fit together. Most people don't see them. That's why you know, you're so successful is you're helping to put the pieces together. Here's what uh, we put out in our recent Worldview report. The world's biggest banks plan to finance the purchase and engineer the control of massive swaths of land that remain in independent hands. They will seize the natural resources and then sell them as credits on the New York Stock Exchange. Wall Street banks are cre creating a new type of investment vehicle known as natural asset corporations, or NACs, that will facilitate the stripping away of land rights using the power of eminent domain when necessary in a way that will appear as though it's an effort to save the environment. Both the BBC and The Guardian recently gushed over a survey that showed four in ten young people now have almost uncontrollable anxiety about the climate. According to the survey, nearly half of students 16 to 25 year old, 16 to 25 year olds around the world are hesitant to have children as a result that they believe is a major climate crisis and they feel the governments aren't doing enough to prevent it. After financing the alarmism and hysteria about man-made caused climate change, the bankers now step in. This, is, of course, is classic Hegelian dialectic process, opposites colliding and tons of chaos and confusion. Enter Wall Street with its unquantifiable talent for financial trickery and sleight of hand. In October, journalist Whitney Webb reported on one of the plans launched by a new group called the Intrinsic Exchange Group, or IEG. According to the IEG, with the help of multinational corporations, billionaires, and other investors, the UN and IEG will rescue the planet from certain extermination. From the report, quote, in September, the New York Stock Exchange announced it had developed a new asset class and listing vehicle aimed at, quote, preserving and restoring the natural assets that ultimately underlie the ability for there to be life on the planet, end quote. The vehicle known as a natural asset company, or NAC, will enable the formation of specialized firms, quote, that own the rights to the ecosystem services produced on a certain piece of land, such as carbon sequestration or clean water, end quote. The natural assets that, that these NACs uh, 
Kamada 5 will subsequently be maintained, managed, and grown by them. In quote, again, folks, this is coming from a New York Stock Exchange uh, or, or a report that is talking about the New York Stock Exchange and what's going on. Then we reported at Worldview Report. In the U.S., Summit Carbon Solutions recently began work on obtaining land in northern Iowa for its proposed Midwest Carbon Express pipeline, according to Webb and other, another report by the Daily Veracity. The Summit Carbon Solutions, an offset or offshoot of Summit Agriculture Group, is behind the $4.5 billion Midwest Carbon Express uh, project. It would be the largest carbon capture project in the world with the goal of sending 12 million tons of CO2 annually to western North Dakota where it can be stored underground. Landowners expressed concern regarding Summit Carbon's use of eminent domain, which allows the company to build the pipeline on land without consent from the homeowner. Patrick Wood, who is an expert on technocracy, uh, talked about this and called it a global scam comparable to those pulled off by the 20th century robber barons. And he goes on from there. Um, you know about everything I'm reporting. This is not new to you. I mean, you're one of the few people that know it, and I think you're reporting the same thing over at naturalnews.com if I know you. You know about all this, don't you? Yes, yes, exactly. The, the, this is a terraforming operation. Uh, it is altering the atmospheric chemistry in order to destroy life on Earth as we know it. Understand that when you take CO2 out of the atmosphere and you sequester it underground, you are depriving that CO2 from the, all the plants that need it in order to grow. And we barely have 400 parts per million of CO2 in the atmosphere right now. It's, it's a very tiny amount. The plants are starving for it. And that's why greenhouse growers actually buy CO2 generators. And they, they release CO2 in their greenhouses uh, in order to encourage their plants to grow. So if you want to destroy the greening of the planet, you would take CO2 out of the air, which is exactly what you just described. But I got to say, in, in a bigger picture here, we have to understand that the, the COVID science fraud and mass hysteria is really an extension of the climate science fraud and mass hysteria. What they're trying to do now with COVID, create a global prison state, depopulation, is the same thing they tried with climate change but failed to achieve at a sufficient speed. They tried to say humans are bad. They tried to say that the planet will be doomed unless we take action. They tried to guilt trip everybody and they use mass media hysteria, really turning the media into a psychological terrorism broadcast machine. Then they just took that pattern, that cookie cutter, and applied it to COVID. And they found great success with COVID until recently, as more people are waking up and pushing back. But they very nearly almost succeeded in turning the entire world into a medical totalitarian police state with uh, mandatory depopulation. I think they're going to fail because people are waking up, but they, they almost pulled it off. And of course, with more people waking up, the more dangerous it becomes in one sense because they're against right. the wall. They got their back against the wall. They've got to respond to keep the silent majority from waking up and and getting the pitchforks and, and torches. <laughs> you know? Well, right. It's, it goes back to what we just said. Now they've got to play a more radical card. And in other words, there's a lot more suffering yet ahead for those of us, even even as we will survive this. And I believe that, that we will restore America. We are the restoration force for America to re- build America in, in the Christian principles upon which it was founded. But before that day comes, they, the globalists, they are going to absolutely obliterate this nation culturally, economically, in every way possible. 
uh, and, we're going to have to rebuild it. And, and I, again, I don't get financial advice. I get financial opinion. But in my book in 95, Reclaiming a Nation at Risk, I was warning about what's coming with hyperinflation, inflation. We now know that people are now seeing inflation. We know that the real rate of inflation <laughs> yeah. is not 4.5% annually, as the government said. It's, it is nearer to 11 to 15% now. We know they've been fooling around with the CPI numbers for years and changed those up. They, if they were to use the real numbers they used back in the 1980s, we'd have a totally different inflation rate today. But that's why we were encouraging people to get out of debt, to get into hard assets. Um, Absolutely. You know, gold, silver, land, you know, because I talked to someone that said at the news desk who was raised in Zimbabwe and they talked about the hyperinflation in Zimbabwe. And, and she said to me, I think it was Melissa Tate. She said that her, you know, her mom's retirement account was, was worth something like 200,000, she said. And when they went to their hyperinflation, that $200,000 ended up buying a bag of groceries. That's it. And, well, and I said, right. who survived? And she said, those who had gold, silver, and land and houses, hard assets, when it washed over, they still had their wealth. Because we, we think wealth is dollars or digits in the bank. That's not money. That's not money. And, and also That's don't forget wealth. that what's coming soon is a, a food uh, purchase limits. They're, they're going to start have, having rationing, and this is going to be tied to your mark of the beast ID and your vaccine passport. Your social credit only... score. Exactly. So they will ha actually have armed checkpoints outside the grocery stores. And this may not happen in every state, but it will happen in the blue states, probably not Texas or Florida, but in the blue states, it's coming. But you'll only be able to enter if you have the vaccine passport. And then at some point, there's going to be a limit, rationing. You can only buy so much food, just like we've seen in Venezuela. So this gets back to the importance of having what I call off-grid food, food that you grow. It's off the grid. The government can't track it. They don't know you have it. They're not tracking your seeds, not yet. And you can use sunlight and water and soil, and you can create food to augment what they allow you to get from the stores, because that's a starvation diet. You need something more than starvation if you're going to fight back and stand for America and defend this nation against those who are trying to destroy it. So, yes, food scarcity will be weaponized. Vaccines are weaponized and the financial collapse will be weaponized against you. The defenses are off grid food, off grid money, which is gold and silver and uh, your own off grid firearms and ammunition, self-defense, community defense, all of that. This is what will work. And we need strong elected constitutional sheriffs that will back us up. Absolutely. Yeah, because this is going to happen at the county level. You know, communities are going to have to rebuild locally. And uh, we're, we're going to need strong sheriffs and strong, by the way, you know, retired veterans, re retired cops or active duty law enforcement who are willing to uphold the rule of law. And that is coming back strongly because the cops are the cops are just as fed up with this as anybody else. Believe me. Yeah. Look at this screenshot. You and I talked about this this afternoon when I called you. Uh, reset the table, meeting the moment to transform the U.S. food system, July 28, 2020, the Rockefeller Foundation. And, of course, anytime you see them involved in telling you what's coming, you better look out. And at the end of the day, what this comes down to is, I don't know if you've had a chance to look through this, but what they're wanting to basically do is to nationalize our food system, and they want to deal with the in, in, inequity in the system. And uh, so they want to basically have redistribution of wealth down to the workers as though the workers have as much to, you know, that they deserve as much, I guess, as the landowner. So this is this whole social justice come to the food system. And the Rockefellers are basically talking here in this 
plan about uh, nationalizing our food supply. You, have you seen this? Well, yeah, thank you for sending me that. I think Here, we did look, do an back, article on it. Let me, let me have it. you read this. An integrated nutritional security system that treats access to healthy food as a right and embeds healthy food access as a core component of health and education. Uh, building more equitable prosperity throughout the supply chain. Get ready to pay a ton more when they start mandating stuff. But really, all of a sudden, there's going to be integrated or uh, uh, food food equity. In other words, everybody's got to have equal access to the same amount of food for Pete's sake or well, same kind. Know, the, the reason we have so much starvation and so-called food inequality right now is because we have too much government intervention and regulation. They're not letting the free market function. Right. This is this is a simple free market solution. You let farmers grow what they want to grow. You stop with the subsidies and you stop telling them to burn their fields. And you stop with the money printing that's causing inflation and fuel prices that's hitting farmers especially hard. I mean, without government intervention, food would be abundant and affordable everywhere around the world. And it's individual entrepreneurs that would solve the problems of how to get food from point A to point B. It's the regulators that have ruined this. It's just like the California government saying to truckers, oh, you can't drive the trucks here because we don't like your emissions. And then they wonder why they have a million containers sitting off the, off the ports on the ships that aren't getting delivered. The government's the problem. Absolutely. Your website where they can find more of this is not only brightdeon.com, but naturalnews.com, right? That's right naturalnews.com naturalnews.com uh we need to get you back on your first time here on lindell tv we'll get you back on great great interview my guess is this is going to go viral of course we're live but we'll post it up as a standalone we'll put it up in clips on social media i think it'll go viral i think this has been a very interesting conversation i was hoping to have time to open up the phone lines but we, we still haven't gotten to everything we should have talked about tonight but Fascinating. Thank you for all you're doing over there at Brighteon, and thanks for allowing us to have some channels over there now. Well, thank you, Brandon, for everything you do. We'll take phone calls next time. Be happy to come back. Let's do it. We'll plan on it real soon. I'll be back in touch. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Mike Adams checking in, naturalnews.com and brighteon.com. Mike Adams checking in tonight, known as the Health Ranger. Hope you'll check out his website.